Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago, and I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. Gonna go live. What's up? Five day challenge. And for those of you on the web listening to this podcast episode, I'm actually live in our five-day challenge group. If you are not in our five-day challenge, you are missing out because that's where all the good stuff is happening. Our five-day challenge, you can go there. I believe it's emchallenge.com is the fastest way to get checked out on that. If you're not in our five-day challenge, if you are in our five-day challenge, this is live for you. Nobody else, no one's going to see this, hear this for at least a couple more weeks. And uh, I'm glad we can uh, be here. So what I did was I said, you know, guys, it's been a while since I've done one of these Ask Me Anythings, Ask Mark Anything AMA. So I said, I'm going to go live in the group. Who's got questions? We got lots of questions. Uh, I love it. I love the questions we're getting. Um, They're coming from all over the map because we've got guys that are, you know, in our five-day challenge that are doing the work. This is what I love. This is what I love about having our five-day challenge because this isn't a bunch of tire kickers. These are guys who are investing uh, you know, a couple bucks into their into their growth, and they've at least committed something. They've said, "Hey, I'm gonna put some skin in the game, and I'm gonna learn from you guys at a different level than as if I was just consuming your free stuff." That's the difference between a consumer and a producer. A consumer just goes out and looks for all the free information and doesn't really do anything with the information. They just consume the information to feel better. But what our guys in our five day challenge, our Thrive program, Momentum program, what they do is. They actually go out and consume information in exchange for value, meaning they give value in exchange. They give their time, their attention, their resources, finances, et cetera, to get the thing. And here's why, because they don't just want to consume the information, they want to become the information. And that's what transformation is all about. And so that's what we're gonna talk about today um, with these questions I've got, um, because I've got a lot of them here, and I'm gonna try to uh, I try to do my best to answer all of them. Um, I know some of you are, are going to be hopping on live and, and putting your comments. You can you can put your comments there below um, saying, hey, I am uh, looking for some help and you've got a specific question here in a five-day challenge. Feel free to put that in the comment section. If not, I'm going to go with the comments or the questions that we've got so far and let's get going. All right, the very first question comes from Elisha Luicha. Uh, can you talk about what not to say to your wife and what is acceptable while going through this? So that's a great question. If you've watched my rules of engagement, you'll know that I'm a heavy uh, uh, perspective of what we teach is the neutral woman. And that is the concept that what you're to be talking about with your wife is not about the marriage, not about the relationship, not about all this stuff. Why? Because we don't want to overwhelm her with a bunch of your shit. And by doing that, here's the other thing, right? By you not taking ownership, by, by you focusing on the marriage and the relationship and the saving and all that stuff, you are losing out on precious time. That's right. That's right. I just said it. You're losing out on precious time. The time that you could be spending working on yourself. See, every minute that you focus on thinking about her, thinking about saving, thinking about doing all this stuff, just consumed with, with what is she doing? What is she up to? consumed with all that stuff, you are missing out on what is possible for your own growth. And we care about that here at Empowered Man, obviously. That's what we do. We help men grow 
through their situation. We don't help them go through their situation. We don't, that's why we say we're not a support group. We're not here to support you through your divorce. We're not here to coddle you through a, through separation. We're here to help you grow through this time because we see this time as one of the most valuable times you will ever see in your life to grow. You know, when you're growing up as a child, you're young, you're you know, a little wet behind the ears, you're open to ideas, open to suggestions, and you're, you're working on yourself, right? You're, you're learning about yourself. Maybe you took up journaling at one point. Maybe you, you, know, you, you learned how to do things. Maybe you read books, right? Maybe you went to college classes and you worked on yourself. But then after a while, you stop doing that. And you start to fall away from who you would become or who you were becoming because you got caught up in the, in the ring and roar or whatever you want to call it. I don't know the word for it. The, the rig and row of, of, of everyday living. And that everyday living has hindered you from finding who the fuck you are. Like so many of you lose your identity in the process of being married to a woman. And that's why this question is always fascinating because like, what is acceptable? What can I even say to her? And this question is not a bad question, but it comes from a place of lack of identity. He doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing. Doesn't know, he has no direction, has no no, no where to go. And so he's asking me, what do, what do I do? Where do I go? So what I say is I cannot tell you exactly what to say because I'm not you, number one. And number two, I'm not in your exact situation. I know nothing about your situation. All I can say is that we've created a framework at Empowered Man, especially in our Thrive program, that we call Neutral Woman. And that is the idea that your wife is no longer your wife. And that for you to speak to her, you need to be speaking to her about things like finances, logistics, kids. That's it. That's it. The only way you can focus on and work on yourself is by you stop being consumed by what she's doing and become consumed by what you are doing and how you are growing and taking extra measure and extra care for what you should be doing. All right, next question, Tommy Parkinson, how to let her go? I know I can't control her. I know I can only control my actions and my emotions. I can't shake her. That's called the addiction. We look at it as an addiction. Um, if you imagine your wife being like, cocaine or something like that every time you're around her, you get a hit you get that emotional hit that high that's coming from your really your ego because your ego can't fathom the fact that this person doesn't want to be with you and so you become codependent on her and you become codependent like a drug and you can't fathom this woman doesn't want to be with you anymore so the only way through that is number one go cold turkey right um now here's the hard part if you've got kids you can't go cold turkey okay so what do you do mark well you use neutral woman as the concept and that is you create a framework for a woman that is not your wife and you allow her to be the person you talk to. You allow her to be the one that is who you were speaking to. Instead of it being, you know, your wife, it's like some lady you knew at church or some old woman that you have no attraction to whatsoever, unless that's your thing, or some woman that you would just never be attracted to other than platonically where she's maybe she's a nice person or whatever, right? You can imagine going to a grocery store and turning around behind you and there's this woman with a cart full of groceries, you're not going to go to her and say, hey, can we fuck? Hey, I really like you. You think you're cute and sexy. Maybe some guys, because they're hitting on people, whatever. But normally, most time, you see this woman behind you, you're not going to do that. You're going to treat her neutral. You're going to be like, oh, she's just another human being. She's just another person who's at the grocery store just like me. And that is the concept that you must master in order for you to let her go. In Thrive, we actually have techniques that we teach you around that that can actually help coach you through it. Um, but until you're in there, that's the concept that I would give you is that's where you need to go with her. Okay. So letting go, letting your actions, emotions, et cetera. The other, the other piece of that Tommy is really spend time again, working on yourself. The more you focus on yourself, the less you're going to focus on your wife. 
It's simple. Um, there, there's this theory, and, I, and, it may, and it may be a scientific theory. I don't know the name of it. But the more you focus on a problem, the bigger the problem gets. The more you focus on a solution, the bigger the solution gets. So you are the solution. Why? Because you are the problem. Let's think about that. You're the solution because you're the problem in the first place. Uh, you didn't cause her to cheat. You didn't tell her to leave, right? But you yourself are the problem. You have to take ownership over the problem that you created in the marriage, the failure you created in the marriage, how you were a bad husband, how you didn't show up as the husband you needed to be. And maybe you did it 75% of the time, but there was that 25% you didn't. That's what you need to own. That's the part of you need to own. And not owning it as in like, okay, I, I said, you know, I, you know, I said, I'm sorry. I, I, I shouldn't have done that. Or I shouldn't have been that way. Or blah, blah, blah. That's just one aspect of ownership. That's just acknowledgement. So many people think, oh, I own my shit. No, you acknowledge that you were an asshole. You acknowledge that you were a dumbass, but you didn't become the man that you were intended to become. And so that's not full ownership. Full ownership is recognizing, acknowledging, creating a plan and executing the plan. Recognizing, acknowledging, creating a plan and executing the plan. That is full ownership. Go back and listen to my lifestyle of ownership. First five podcasts of the uh, Empowered AF 2.0 series. And you'll hear me talk about lifestyle of ownership in all five dimensions of life. And it is deep. It is not simple. You don't just wake up one day and go, oh, I own my shit. No, you didn't. You acknowledge something. Great. I'm glad you did. But acknowledging it is not the same as ownership. Ownership is like, it, it, it's almost like if you look at a building and you're either renting it or you're owning it. Renting it just says, well, I rent it. This is the building that I'm going to spend money for. Ownership is I spend money on the mortgage, but I also go inside and I invest in it. I make sure that the carpets are clean. I make sure that the HVAC is taken care of. I make sure that all the aspects of this building are taken care of. Why? Because it's important for me to ensure that this building is going to give me a return on my investment down the road. So many of you do not treat your relationship as, as an asset. You treat it as liability. And a liability says it takes from me, it doesn't give to me. Whereas an asset is something I invest in, I pour into, I pour into, I pour into. And then I reap out of that asset, what? Love, security, affection, all those things. And, and you got to this place, why? Because you did not invest in your relationship. You invested in maybe, you know, selfish things like beer or cigarettes or, you know, whatever. Just other shit. Maybe you just work. Maybe you just workaholic. Whatever it is. And instead of treating your, your, your marriage like an asset, you treat it like a liability. All right. Most effective way, just the pain and hurt and realize I'm getting divorced. Yeah, Rodney, I mean, honestly, just, just acknowledge it and accept it and lean into it. Leaning into the pain, uh, what we talk about there is basically don't do anything that's going to numb the pain from what you're going through. You know, if you go to certain things, drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever it is, don't do those things. Put those things, put those things on and off and lean into what is actually happening and you'll 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 be amazed at how the pain doesn't subside but it becomes normal in the sense that you go okay i get it i accept it i acknowledge it and then the pain starts to go away because the the, the pain is no longer the thing that's driving you you're now driven by the healing part which is the strength you turn that pain into your strength essentially okay another one is the most effective way to detach from emotionally when you still have to co-parent Brian, that's the, the same uh, you know thing I said earlier, which was about using neutral woman as the concept. Um, neutral woman is the best tool, in my opinion, for uh, co-parenting, uh, especially with co-parenting with someone you still love, co-parenting with someone you still want to be with. Um, by using neutral woman concept, you'll be able to change how you view her 
and see her as a human, not as your wife, because she's not your possession anymore. Once your wife says, I don't want to be in this marriage anymore, you must give that boundary respect. Doesn't mean you give up on the marriage. It doesn't mean you go, fuck you, bitch, blah, blah, blah. What it means is that you make a choice. You make a decision to stand separately from her. I used to call it being a husband in a wifeless marriage. You know, if that's you, if that's what you want to do, then go for it, man. So many of you accuse me of saying, oh, marriage is over, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, I want to fight for my marriage. And Mark's an asshole because he doesn't think he thinks it's over. And I was like, no, no, what you had was over. What you had is over. It has been interrupted. It is gone. It is done. It's done. The only way forward is to create a new marriage, a new marriage. That new marriage is what's going to help you move forward. It's pretty simple. All right, Matt Medor, affairs. Let me see how many more I got here. Affairs, affairs, affairs. Uh, episode two of the podcast goes deep into affairs. I don't like talking about affairs much anymore because, honestly, it doesn't matter to us uh, at Empowered Man. And it's not that it's not that your pain doesn't matter to us. Look, at the end of the day, I've experienced all these things. I've experienced multiple affairs. Um, I experienced emotional abuse. I experienced toxic shit that no man should experience. I experienced it. So I get it. I'm not saying this from a place of, oh, I don't have empathy for you. I fucking have empathy for you. At the end of the day, I got plenty of damn empathy for you, right? But you have to decide, you know, what you want to do with your life. And you have to decide, do I want to move forward or do I want to stay stuck in this place I'm at? So we don't therapize people, which is why we don't talk as much about affairs as we used to. But if you're curious about affairs and my perspective on affairs, episode two, I believe is what it's called. It says, uh, don't let the affair define you. Uh, it's a great episode where I talk about emotional affairs, physical affairs, the difference between the two, how to know when somebody's deeply in it, um, how long it takes to get out of it, etc. Um, can forgive an affair, divorce the young kids, dealing with some other guy being around a kid. Yeah, I mean, Matt, what I would say is this. <laughs> so sometimes when you're so in it, all you can, all you see is like, you're just so like, so deeply in it. You don't see the forest from the trees. You see all of a sudden your life being completely turned upside down. Suddenly there's this other man in the picture. Suddenly your kids are going to him and whatever. Look, a lot of times, most of the time, those don't last. Um, I want to say the, the statistics are something about 93% of affairs don't end up in the next stage. I wanna, I'm pretty sure that's the uh, – don't quote me on that. Look, you look it up. Somebody can tell me. But I want to say something like 93% don't end up in the next stage, meaning they don't get married. Um, they end up breaking up within six months or something like that. Uh, look, it's all, it's all built on a, on, on, a, on a facade. right? It's all built on a lie. And some guys are able to get over that. Some people are able to get over that. Not all are. Um, and that's the, that's the God honest truth, um, because you're, you're building a relationship starting with a lie, which is I'm not your husband. I'm not your you know, wife, but yet we're acting as if we are, even though we're married to other people. Right. And that's a, that's a big deal. So that's huge in terms of being the other guy around you, man. Like that's just a pride issue. I fucking get it. I hate it. Um, I, you know, even to this day, um, I, I, my ex-wife and I, I have moved on years ago. She moved on years ago. Um, she's in a relationship with this guy and they live together. And I hate bringing my kids over there. Um, and that's my personal opinion. Uh, I don't care for the man. I don't have respect for him. Um, quite frankly, I think he's a narcissist. But there's nothing I can do about it. I can't change who she chooses to bring my kids around. What I can do is prepare them for how they can show up and let them know that I am here for them no matter what. And if there is anything that ever becomes inappropriate or painful or, or whatever, that, hey, you can reach out to me. You can talk to me. I'm here for you. 
you know, and sometimes we get overprotective and we, we, we spin these stories onto people. For example, you know, you know, let's say you're just, you're super protective and you start telling your child, Hey, if he does this, then you better tell me, or if he does this, you better scream and blah, blah, blah. And you can get, you can get too defensive and overprotective. And what that does is it plants a seed in that child's head that every other person or every other man that's not with your, with your, with, with me is not safe. And that's also dangerous, right? I've seen guys do that out of their own insecurity and overprotection. Instead of trying to build an actual relationship with the person, they accuse the man of being something he's not. And that's, that's, that's being a, a wuss. <laughs> that's the simplest way I can say it. That's the, that's the nice way of saying it. That's being a wuss, quite frankly, right? What it comes back to is as a real man, your, your job in these situations when, when you're dealing with another man in situations, go meet him. Go shake his hand. Go look him in the eye. Don't be a coward. Don't be so judgmental and hateful and hurtful because he stole you. No, she didn't. He didn't steal her. She gave herself to him because of her choice, not because of yours, because of her choice. Now, did you fuck up? Did you do things wrong? Yeah, of course you did. But you didn't put a gun to her head and say, hey, go sleep with this guy. She made that choice. And so her making that choice to be with another man, you have to accept that fact. Go meet that man. Go shake his hand. Stop being a little bitch and go meet the man. That will tell your kids way more about your character than anything. Because if you just sit in the back and you just grumble and you just complain, oh, your mom's with this asshole, or she left me for this guy, and, and all this bitterness and all this shit some of you guys are just sitting in, you are hindering your kids' growth. In fact, you are crippling your children emotionally. And some of you go, man, I'd hate for my kids to ever go through what I'm going through. You know what? You're planting seeds for them to go through what you're going through right now because you're not getting your healing, because you're not dealing with this shit, because you're trying to do all of this on your own instead of with other people, instead of in a community like Thrive where you don't have to be disempowered anymore, but where you can get your power back, be empowered, and, be, and thrive in every dimension of life. All right, let's keep moving on. Have you ever practiced tough conversation by yourself, like role play each side, explore and experience potential emotional positions, outcomes? Uh, William Kunkel, yeah, I have to some degree. Uh, really depends on on what I'm trying to get across. Um, I uh, the the thing about these types of you know practicing conversations, it's hard to have the conversation before the conversation. What I would say is I, I would much rather be firm in my boundaries and be firm in my empathetic listening than try to make up what I think this person is thinking or feeling, right? The, the truth comes out when they are in the mode of expressing to you what they're feeling and or hearing, right? And when they are expressing to you what they're feeling and or healing or hearing, your, your intention needs to be to listen empathetically, to, you know, to use some reflective listening, active listening, and to, to really then help move the conversation forward. So I would much rather stay present in the current conversation than make up some weird conversation beforehand that you don't know is gonna happen. All right, uh, next one, group's new to me, for my record. I'm looking for you to speak on how to own one's mistakes better, unequivocally accept that my life, that my wife can't get her feelings back now, perhaps never will, and tools to develop emotional fortitude during and after my upcoming divorce, and most importantly, how to protect my kids. Whoo, that's a lot, Glenn Stepanitis. That is a lot. Okay, so 
owning your mistakes better. I spoke a little bit about that a second ago. Um, and that is the idea that, look, you can't control what she's doing. You can only control you. And so there needs to be a practice that you develop of ownership. And that could be, an, I, I like starting ownership in small things, small areas, right? Hey, you noticed that you didn't do a certain thing and it affected the outcome of someone else. You need to go to that person and own it. Say, hey, this is what happened. This is why it happened. And this is why it's not going to happen again. This is my plan. If you need to ask for forgiveness, ask for forgiveness, right? Sorries don't matter shit to most people, especially women. A lot of you are just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And they're like, I don't give a fuck. You should have said sorry years ago. They don't care. Sorry doesn't mean shit. And a lot of you have used sorry to manipulate your wife. You've used sorry like as if you actually care. You don't. Let's be honest. Some of you are narcissistic and you really don't give a fuck about her. And then there's others of you who use sorry as if you're talking to your mom. Like, please, mom, don't leave me. Don't abandon me, mom. I'm telling you guys, this shit gets deep. Because you're, you're not just looking at uh, um, the woman you married. You're looking at history. You're looking at childhood wounds and trauma and shit that, that you've experienced. And you're reliving now in the, in the present. That's why we at Empowered Man don't get overly focused on all of the story of what's happening. Because honestly, your story is no different from everyone else's story. You know, oh, my story is unique. You, you, know, you know how many times I have a man get on the phone with one of our team members? He goes, my story is unique. No, your story is not unique. It's really not. Maybe the, the situation is unique. Maybe, maybe your wife, I don't know, whatever. I, we've heard it all. From women becoming lesbians to women sleeping with their 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 bosses, their teachers, their their neighbors, their their brothers, their like all kinds of shit, man. We hear all kinds of stuff. So your situation is unique. And here's the thing: is it's not that we don't care about your situation; it's that we care more about you than we care about your situation. Your situation doesn't fix where we want to take you. Imagine if you were driving along the road and a car pulled out in front of you, whatever and you slammed on your brakes, and you skidded, and you flipped your car over on the side of the road. Now, you're okay, you get out of the car, you're fine. The car is now stuck in, in the mud on the side of the road. You call a tow truck, tow truck driver comes. Are you gonna spend an hour telling the tow truck driver how this guy spit out in front of you, and this happened, and that happened, and all these things happened, and I just don't know what to do, and, and, and whatever? No, you're gonna be like, hey, tow truck driver, can you get my car out of the fucking mud? Because that's what the tow truck driver is there to do. He's there to create leverage for your vehicle to get it out of the mud. That's the same thing we do at Empowered Man. We, it's not that we don't care about your story. It's that the details of your story don't always matter because they don't give us the full picture of who you are. They're just elements of the way you view your perspective on the situation. I'm not hearing your wife's story. I guarantee if I were to talk to your wife, she'd give me a completely different story. That's why the story doesn't matter as much. And so what we'd rather do is go, hey, man, I'm so sorry that you're in this situation. Let's get you out of this situation quickly. So we're going to create leverage for your vehicle to lift it out of the mud. And once it's out of the mud, now we can get it cleaned off. We can get you fixed up and we can get you back on the road. That's what we do at Empowered Man. I don't think that story could be any more clear or any more concise. That is how we operate at empowered man so to own your mistakes um you know she can't get her feelings back 
So it's about emotional fortitude. All this stuff that you're you're asking for are the right questions, Glenn. And I and I believe you have a question or you have a call coming up with our team soon. And, and I'm glad for that. Um, a lot of these are, are things that you will get in the five day challenge. You'll get a few of these things in the five day challenge. But I love how you said, most importantly, how to protect my kids best emotionally speaking as we travel down this this road. The best way you can protect your kids is to invest in yourself. Hundred percent. The best way you can protect your kids is to invest in yourself. When I started going down the road of divorce with my ex-wife, I immediately got a coach and started investing in myself. In fact, I had a couple coaches and I started putting together the, the, the elements for what would have later become empowered man, because I took my journey and the, and the things that I was creating for myself during that time and, and now teach it to other men. And the assignments that you have in thrive literally come right out of my pain, literally come right out of the shit I was going through every single fucking assignment staying up till two and three in the morning as I worked through my own stuff and getting my aha moments and, and helping myself move forward and, and, and then joining with the, the, the learning that I had from other coaches and, and therapy and counseling and all the things I'd been through in my life. That, that's, that's why we do it. Um, I'm going to get to one. Shane Leach asked, I made the decision to move on and separate and actually really feel good about it. Is that bad? No, it's not bad. There's nothing bad about your feelings. Too many of you shame your feelings and there's no reason to shame your feelings. Your feelings are real. They're valid. There's nothing wrong with your feelings. Now, can emotions be um, sabotaged? Yeah, of course. Can your emotions and your feelings be used against you? Absolutely, 100%. But what you feel is what you feel and there's nothing wrong with what you feel. Now, what you do with it, it's a totally different story. You can feel a certain way and then recognize there's a truth that says something different. Now you've got something to be accountable to, right? So you could have a feeling that everyone hates you and you could feel that way. And it's like, dude, that's so valid that you feel that way. Nothing wrong with you feeling that way. I'm sorry you feel that way. However, you can make a choice to discern, is that really true? Or is that just what I feel? And if it's what I feel, why am I feeling that way? Well, because all these important people in my life rejected me. They made me feel unimportant. So therefore, I'm projecting that onto everyone around me. You see how that works? It's key, guys. I got one last question here uh, from Jesse Meyer. My question is, she threatens to sign papers, divorce, but she never goes through with it. I don't know what the question is. If she never goes through with it, then she doesn't go through with it. I mean, I don't know how that affects you. Um, there's, there's, I mean, unless you have a follow-up to that, but I don't, I don't see how it affects you. Uh, if, if she's not going through that, it's on her. The, the only thing an empowered man should do is stand firm in his ground and what he wants and what he decides to do. Empowered men, if you want to stand for your marriage, stand for your marriage. Don't cling to her. Don't send her flowers and tell her how, oh, I'm standing for our marriage, baby. I'm standing for our marriage. She doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't care. I'm telling you, she doesn't care. Or you decide, hey, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. You don't have to tell her. You say, fine, I'm done with you. Here's your ring back. <laughs> Stop acting like children. Start acting like empowered men. Empowered men don't do wussy shit. They do hard shit. <laughs> oh, my podcast guy. <laughs> they, they, they like to uh, quote me. And I hope that's not the quote they use. But it's so true, guys. It's so true. Look, for this very reason, for this very fact, I decided years ago that I wanted to create a community of men that had decided that they no longer wanted to live disempowered lives. They no longer wanted to live in a toxic situation, having no hope for a future, not knowing what to do, or where to go. Being stuck with a woman who is indecisive about whether or not she wants to be married to you. 
being stuck with someone who's in the midst of an affair, being stuck with someone who's toxic, being stuck with your own self who's toxic, and just flat out period, just being stuck. And I said, there's got to be a better way. There has got to be a place for men to go to where they can learn how to be men again. Our society has fucking castrated men. It has cut the balls off. Now we don't even know. We can't even describe what a, what a woman is. We can't describe what a man is. It's no longer a man has a penis, a woman has a vagina. Now it's all kinds of shit because our culture is fucked. And so I'd rather be that, that, that voice in the wilderness or whatever saying, hey, no, it's not. A man is a man. A woman is a woman. That is what it is. You were made by God to be a man with a penis and the soul of a man. And even if your shit don't work right, you still have the heart and the soul and the masculinity of a man. And that masculinity is what defines you. And so many of you as little boys were never given that masculinity from their fathers. So many of you, that shit was taken from you at an early age. Some of you molested and sexually abused by your fathers or your uncles or your cousins. So many of you ripped from, from good homes because of divorce and now all of a sudden ship somewhere else to live or, or suddenly you're with a, with a single mom who doesn't know how to raise you, or maybe she's on drugs, maybe she's got issues. Or so many of you raised with a father who was absent. Maybe he was there, but he wasn't there. Maybe he worked all the time, or maybe, maybe he just didn't know how to say I love you, didn't know how to hug you. And you come across these groups, and maybe you've seen some of the more toxic ones who are, be a man, blah, 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 and all this shit, right? And like, oh, dude, I'm for that, I'm for being a man and being tough and, and that. But there's this other side, and that's the emotional intelligence side, and that's more what we focus on. At Empowered Man, we are, we are really about your emotional quotient, your emotional intelligence. Why? Because anybody can, can physically be a man. Anybody can physically, like, go do push-ups. Anybody can work out in the gym. Those are all great things, and those are things we teach and actually encourage our guys to do as part of our program. But the, but the, but the real emphasis is the, the honor, the ownership the not lying to myself anymore, the taking ownership for my shit, communicating like a leader, becoming the CEO of my life, that's what we teach. And if you're in a place where you're like, you know what, I can't keep doing this on my own. I, I'm sick of struggling with doing this on my own. I'm sick of kicking the goads, as uh, Jesus said to Paul in the New Testament, but just like a, an ox just kicks that back thing and it hurts. Tired of kicking against what's, what, what you know to be doing? Some of you have been waiting for a while. You've been on the fence for a while. We have guys that wait a year to join and thrive just because they're just, they just got to figure it out on their own. Got to figure it out on their own. And I'm telling you, you are wasting your fucking time. And I'm not saying, hey, look, look, we're, there's things that you could do in our, that you could do on your own. Absolutely, 100%. But why? What are you trying to prove doing this on your own? What are you trying to prove uh, not having other men around you to hold you accountable? What are you trying to prove by not walking in integrity? What are you showing your wife? Oh, look, I can, I can, I can work on my own. I can do my own shit. Look at me. I'm working on myself. I'm working on myself. I go to this blog. I go to this YouTube video. I, I, you know, I download this. I read the Bible app. Look at me. I'm working on myself. And she's like, yeah, but how long is that going to last? And you know why it doesn't last guys? Here's why. Because you have no community. You have no accountability to reinforce the growth that you are having. Even if you grow by yourself and you get great revelation, which, which you can easily, right? Any of us, I read books all the time, right? I, I learn from teaching. I learn from YouTube. I learn from all kinds of places. 
But the real thing, if you want reinforced growth, you must have reinforced steel. And that reinforced steel does not come from other books. It comes from other men. It comes from coaches who've been there, done that. And it comes from men who are experiencing what you're experiencing. And have decided, I am going to be an empowered man, regardless of what happens in my situation. Where they come to a place where they say, you know what? Now is the time for me to do the emotional work on me, for me. And it's because they recognize that in all of this, I am the problem. It's one of the most humbling statements you can ever say. But when you say, I am the problem. It's huge. So guys, it's my invitation to you to join our Thrive community. Thrive is our quintessential, it's our, it's our flagship program. It is a 90-day intensive mission. It's going gonna, it's gonna to challenge you to do things you never thought were possible. It's going to call you up and call you out. Not to shame you. Not to show the world, oh, you're a pussy. No, to actually show the world you're a real man. And that you have what it takes. Because you, you ask that question every day. Do I have what it takes to be a real man? Do I have what it takes to go through this divorce? Do I have what it takes to to raise these kids? Do I have what it takes to, to be a man to, to, to eventually find new love again? I don't know. I don't know. One of my teammates said the other day, I asked him why, why a certain thing hadn't happened. He said, I don't know. I said, I don't know is what we don't do. I don't know around here. And, th and this isn't to shame him at all, but it was to call him forward and say, dude, you, you got to figure it out. You've got to look under the hood and not go, I don't know, but come to a place of understanding of what is happening in your situation. So I want you in Thrive, guys. If you've done the five-day challenge, you've done the work, it's time for you to join Thrive. If you're not sure, you haven't had a call, or maybe you, maybe you want to know more about Thrive, you should comment below Thrive. And one of our, our um, team members will get with you and connect with you. We're not going to hard sell you. We're going to hold you accountable to what you say. And we're going to show you, hey, man, this is what this thing will do for you. It will literally fucking transform your life. I've had way too many success stories for me to believe anything else because the only, the only non-success stories we have are literally the guys who don't do the work. That's it. The only people who don't succeed in our program are the ones who don't do the work or who are not honest with themselves. If you can't be honest and you're not ready to do work, don't fucking show up. But you know what? That's what you've already been doing. Like, think about this. How you show up now, how you show up to our call and thrive, how you show up to, to the five-day challenge is the same way you've been showing up in your marriage. Procrastinating, waiting till it's too late, not doing the work, skipping it, throwing it off to something else, signing up today, but procrastinating. Why? Because everything else is more important than your growth. Everything else is more important than your marriage. Everything else is more important than your wife. How many times did she say that to you? And now you're crying like a baby because she, she actually left. She'd been saying it for years. And now is your opportunity to not show her, but to show you that you have what it takes to thrive in every fucking dimension of life. I see you, Rodney. Every dimension of life that you don't have to settle anymore. So if you want this, 
I want you to type thrive below. My team's going to get on with you. We're going to talk about it. Don't let money, don't let other shit get in the way of you coming to a place where you decide, I want more because my story is not done. Guys, your story is not done. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what you've been going through in your life. Your story is not over until you take your last breath. So just like a mentor said to me once a couple years ago, he said, Mark, there is more, 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 there is more. It's powerful to say that. There is more for you. You're not on your last chapter. In fact, you might even only be halfway through the book. Some of you only been married five years, 10 years. You could be married for three more uh, decades on your next one. I know plenty of people married five, 10 years the first time, 35, 40 years the next time. And, and I'm not saying that just so you would, uh, you know, uh, think about your next marriage. I'm saying that because I want you to understand there is hope for a better future, a better tomorrow, that this too shall pass. That what you're experiencing right now is not the end. It is the beginning of something new and something great. That's all I got for you today, guys. See you on the flip side. Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.